This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God. This is your host, Mark. We are brought to you by Through God's Library. And I'm sitting here today with Matt Smith. Hi, everybody. <laughs> he is a friend of mine that we met about a year ago or so and have kind of shared some stories back and forth. He's a firefighter and uh, is learning, uh, is in college to become a minister or evangelist? Um, I'm taking classes, but right now I don't know exactly where God wants me to do with it. So well, that, That's what matters. It's all his <laughs> ministry, right? <laughs> so we, uh, we were talking a little while ago, and I had asked him if he could come on and share some stories uh, about his background and, and just kind of what God has done for him, because I think that we all have a testimony we get to share. And as this podcast is, we want to be able to share and talk about what God's done in our lives. And hopefully this is encouraging to you and giving people an opportunity to share their story. So Matt, what has God done in your life? Um, uh, what hasn't he done? Um, well, I'll start from my childhood, I guess. I was a, I grew up in a home that wasn't necessarily Christian. There was no prayer and no talk of God, but my parents did start taking me to church when I was younger. Um, and then they kind of stopped around middle school age and I was still a good kid, had a good childhood, good parents. And I went to high school and I started to stray and get with the wrong crowd and played sports and I drank, um, started to kind of live a life of sin. I, I got involved with a youth group that was good for me around 16 this is right around the time I had started to, to to hang with with those people and and drink and party, so it kind of stopped that for a good year, and I was doing well and I was starting to build a relationship with God. I went to a play and although I was saved when I was a kid, I remember being saved and accepting God as like a eight year old. But I went to a play and they they kind of did a, the whole "you're going to hell if you don't." get saved thing i think we've all been to one of those plays happening (laughs) yeah (laughs) i walked up and i um so i i accepted god again which i I know i didn't need to but i felt something i wanted to do and it was kind of more for the reason i didn't want to go to hell and i i was in a small group at, at that age and i was hanging with some guys that were um around my age and good guys and um did youth group and all that but then i i still had this want to hang with other people and do the wrong things and to drink and drinking to kind of um relaxed me because I was a shy kid and helped me open up and got away my my anxiety and I could just talk to girls and do all the things I couldn't do when I wasn't drinking it kind of made me feel like Superman so I (laughs) I I started to live that kind of life and that continued it was 
more weekend parties and then college it got worse it was it was more frequent and my grades slipped and I quit playing soccer after one semester at college and then um well well then I joined the military and once I was in the military the the drinking just got worse and I ended up getting in some trouble for it and um and it's just it was more frequent and more frequent it was it was just party and party and bars and bars and girls and it just wasn't a, the life that I knew was the what I wanted to live but this whole time I was doing that I knew I was saved so I thought my thought thinking was because I wasn't well learned in the scriptures and hadn't really been through a true discipleship I didn't understand that being saved is is not all you need. I th- I thought that because I had accepted God, I was going to heaven, and that's all I needed. I didn't I didn't know that there was so much more to to living for God and and the gratitude of the salvation He's given us. And I just knew that I had I was doing the wrong thing. So, but yeah, it was that act of walking out our faith. You know, right. We we I've talked about it. I think I've even mentioned it on this podcast before that we have to put feet on our prayers. We can't just sit back and, and, and hope, you know, in, in that assurance that the Bible calls us to do and be more. So uh, you were in the military and you're, you, were, you were there and you're moving forward. What, was, what, what happened next? What happened next to well, help I, you open your eyes? I got um, in some trouble in the military and I went and saw a chaplain. And I, I knew I wanted to be more involved there, but I still did the wrong thing. I, I met him once, and that was it. Well, I ended up getting out of the military, and I came home and um, got a job working in a warehouse. And I, was, I always wanted to be a fireman, so I was, I was taking tests. And, but I, I joined a band, and, and, <laughs> and it was just the drinking, and the, I would miss work. We had shows on Wednesday nights. I'd never show up on Thursday to work. <laughs> Uh, and my band it's a couple of my band's mates works with me so it was just it was just the whole party lifestyle more things got introduced and drinking and it was just a um it it was a crazy time in my life and i still prayed i prayed when i was in trouble i prayed when i something would happen and i really wanted god to do something for me but that was the only time i would pray i wouldn't pray to be thankful i wouldn't pray for other people, I would just pray when I was in trouble. And um, well, I ended up getting hired by the the fire department, and a dream had come true. And I was living with a girl at the time, and the drinking got worse because of the shift work and the whole fire department environment. Um, I guess you would say environment and the whole. The whole brotherhood and the, it was a lot of the functions were, were all alcohol and a lot of the guys drank a lot and I got wrapped up in that and I still had my friends that I partied with from high school back here and I, I would, it was just a lot of partying and the shift work, I would work 24 hours, be off for three days so I would spend most of that time partying and drinking and going to bars and and it just had gotten so bad Um that one relationship ended. I was living with a girl, and I m- ended up moving out and back home with my parents. I lived there, had a couple more relationships, but it was just all um, 
pretty much alcohol pretty much destroyed a lot of that. So I knew that I believed in God and I knew it, it came a point in time where the alcohol and partying, I'd stay out too late at night before I went to work. It was starting to affect my life in bad ways. And my parents would talk to me and I just didn't want to hear it. But it, I finally got to a breaking point and I, I called and asked for help. And I went into a rehab and I got help for my alcohol and addiction problems. And I um didn't turn to God yet. But I was interested in it. Like I would read the AA books on spirituality, and I, I just there was a hunger there. But it took about eight months into my recovery where I went to started going to the Mac, the Middle Atlantic Community Church, and met with a small group of guys. My uncle had, had introduced me. I this was p- part of the church. The Mac is a branch from the church where I went to youth group, so I knew people there, and my my family went there, and my uncle kind of pulled me into his small group and next thing you know I was um I was back involved I was, and I jumped all the way in I went to, went to celebrate recovery recommitted my life to God and and God gave me the grace and he's done great things I, I've been on mission trips to Uganda I th- believe four times this year was my fourth trip that's awesome and being able to teach first aid there just using the Skills I learned in the fire department to teach what they don't know very much there because their knowledge of first aid is not very well. But um been able to teach first aid in Uganda. I've been to Peru. I've been to um, El Salvador on missions. And I have a real passion and heart for missions now. Maybe that's something that I'll do down the road because I'll retire at 50 years old. So That's amazing. That, yeah. that, I love the fact that First off, you went back to the church that you kind of grew up in or y- your your childhood was. Uh, I, I truly believe that stats aren't everything, but and I've mentioned this stat many times. People that become Christians later in life typically have a re- uh, reaction with Jesus somewhere in their teen years. And it's up to about 80% of people that come back. So uh, living proof of that that wow. statistic. I didn't so know that. focusing on kids is one of our priorities here at through God's library. Right. Our, our main thing is, is 87, 65 online. And where we focus on middle school, we, we think that that is a lost generation. So just to hear you say that is not only joyful to hear that you came back to the church, you know, that you were, you were at, but to know that that's something that happens and to see it in action. And the fact that you got involved in a small group, we need to build groups and build groups together that's just it's just amazing to hear those things you know and hear you talk about that it's it's just something that we need to do we need to make christianity more of a brotherhood like you you said the firehouse was right. we need to have that kind of mentality as well too i agree but um i mean i haven't been life hasn't been perfect i've i've made my mistakes and slipped and fell but but god keeps sustaining me and he's, I believe he's got me here for a reason. There's the, all the things I've been through in life that he's he's saved me from. I should either be jail, dead, I don't know, a m- million things. But, but even, even you said yeah. teaching first aid, even using those things when, mm-hmm. when you weren't, you know, fully following him. He's using those things that he taught you then, that he gave to you, 
you know, that you can now spread that, you know, having first aid, I'm, I would have never thought about <laughs> third world countries first aid, mm -hmm. but that's something that's one seems to be on your heart. That's just absolutely 100% amazing. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? I just would like to share a, a verse, a, kind of my life verse that I go by. It's first Timothy um, 1 15. Yeah, I would goes to 17, I believe, but it's, um, what I say is true, and all the world should receive it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners from their sin, and I am the worst sinner. And yet God had loving kindness for me. Jesus Christ used me to show how long he will wait for even the worst sinners. And that way, others will know they can have life that lasts forever also. We give honor and thanks to the King who lives forever. He is the one who never dies and who is never seen. He is the one who knows all things. He is the only God. Let it be so. Thanks. Why does that touch you? Because um, I feel like I was living a life as could have been been seen as one of the worst sinners for, for how I my morals and values are. And God gave me grace and sustained me. And, and now he's using me in ways that I never imagined. And I kind of like Paul. Not on his level, but. <laughs> That's awesome. But we will definitely be praying for you here. I'm very, very thankful that you did this. And uh, awesome to hear your story. You know, and hope that uh, it continues to grow and, and more will come out of it. Our last question we'd like to ask everybody, is there a song, Christian or not Christian, that has touched you uh, that you would like to share with our listeners they may be able to go and listen to for, for one reason or another? Um, uh, there's a, it's an old hymn I like, but I'll go with something more more um, more recent, and that's Chainbreaker. So. What what is it? It's called Chainbreaker. Oh, Chainbreaker. Who do you know who it's by? By any uh, chance? I'd have to look it up. <laughs> okay. Well, we can look it up. It's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. But we'll definitely look it up. Why? Why is that something that um, you're drawn to? Because it just it's it talks about having chains, and he's a chain breaker. He'll break your chains. He'll he'll free you from your sin. He'll free you from your suffering, and help help you through it. So that, that's absolutely right. So thank you very much, Matt. And for Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library, this is Mark Stitchin, and thanks for listening. Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.